Guarantee that's what she's saying. Come on, folks. Yeah. You say some shit like that. I mean, be real here. And you know, the funny thing is, like, people like us, we joke about race. We make racist jokes because they're fucking funny. But we also will acknowledge certain stereotypes to be true. But I would certainly not generalize everybody by and large. But I will, as far as, like, the whole pick and cotton. But let's not even kid ourselves, like I said before. It's not like we got illegal Mexican lawyers crossing this fucking border. No. Or nuclear physicists. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome, to, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Amer- All American Savage Show podcast. Great to have you here. Uh, is that volume good? People are in the, the YouTube chat are talking about turn the volume up. I don't know if it's is it good. Turn is them, this turn them shit. No, no, don't, 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 don't touch it. It could be that maybe that dude's speakers are fucked up. I don't know. No, no, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. What's going on, folks? Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. Thank you for joining us today. We just. A new little benchmark yesterday. Granted, we've already hit these numbers, but got the notification from Podbean that we had 200,000 downloads of the podcast now. Now, again, we hit these numbers a long time ago, but I I changed the hosting of the podcast from SoundCloud to Podbean. Podbean, for those that are wanting to start their own podcast, Podbean's the way to go. This is not an endorsement. This is not a paid shout-out or a sponsorship deal, although if they are looking, hey, hey. Um, But, yeah. It's, it's easy. Essentially, you can set up all of your distribution to all major platforms. iTunes, Pan- well, I don't, they, don't, they don't do Pandora anymore. They're not listed there. Um, iTunes, Podbean, um, uh, Google, Amazon, all of it. They will upload. All you have to do is upload one episode to your Podbean, and it automatically distributes to the other ones without any extra work. So if you want to start a podcast, I, I would recommend start with Podbean. I talked to JT from Black Rifle. They started with Podbean. It seems like Podbean's the way to go. It's just been the easiest thing. And, um, yeah, we appreciate all that love and support by you letting – right now I think the biggest users are on iTunes from what I'm seeing. When we look at the actual data of the show, majority of our users are coming from iTunes or uh, Google Podcasts, which is great. Love hearing that. So we hit 200,000 downloads. Again, we did that. We hit that a while back. But just still, it's really cool to see that. Yeah. So thank right. you. Thank you to everybody that, honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for sharing, sharing the show. Um Thanks for being here. Thanks for being on Rumble, all the Patreon love and support. Um, by the way, we're still doing that deal to where if you sign up for the $10 tier on Patreon, All-American Savage Show, uh, we send you a free shaving, uh, everything, the, the cologne, the aftershave, and the body wash from Tipsies. Uh, you can check that out. $10 gets you a bundle of like 40 bucks, and you get to support the show. We really appreciate that. Um, you guys are really incredible. Can't thank you enough. Um, 
We know we're live over here on Rumble. Um, it's not set to private, no, for people in the YouTube chat asking. Here is the link to the show. Come over to Rumble, folks. Uh, again, YouTube, they're going to ban me eventually. It's coming. I'm not starting another YouTube play. I'm just tired of it. Again, yeah. 310,000 followers. That was years worth of yours and I's content, yours and my content, and they just pulled it. No warning so we could download it all. Luckily enough, we did have a lot yeah. of the videos from John Ross. Um that we re-uploaded to Rumble. So you can look up John Ross on Rumble. We have another channel um, dedicated to that. But right now, the Alamo is Rumble because I just, you man, I've thought about this. I'm not going to lie. They took me off of every, almost every platform. It doesn't make sense to go back and try and rebuild. Like, I'm tired of it. They just keep kicking you off. They just keep kicking me off. So the smartest thing to do is just to rebuild on these platforms where I think eventually more and more people are going to go to Rumble. I really, I see it that way. You have to. You know, yeah. especially when you're... When you have medical doctors mm -hmm. telling these news outlets to suppress yeah. anybody, oh my God. kick them off for yeah. you know, having a different opinion or saying yeah. that, you know, genital mutilation is yeah. wrong. Yeah. And they, they try and censor you for that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw a comment. I didn't know tipsy shaving was still in existence. It's not. The company's done. We pulled it. It, yeah. it was the, the amount. We were making money. We weren't making enough money. Yeah. It was just one of those things that with shell shock, and this is one of those things in the business world people just don't see from the outside looking in, is that Tipsy's woodworking could have succeeded. It really could have. It would have taken a shitload more effort, changed some shit, mm -hmm. changed how we do sales, all that. But the amount of work and effort that we were having to push into these companies and then neglecting shell shock, yeah. we couldn't do it. We made the mistake of launching too many companies way too fast. Instead, it should have been, if shell shock is growing, stick with shell shock, grow it as much as you can. Um, because we've hit this issue now to where even on social media, we can't run advertisements on Facebook or Instagram, and nor do I want to because I don't want to give these cucks my money. Yeah. Um, but now we are able to run ads on Truth Social, Rumble, and also Public Square, that platform. If you haven't seen Public Square, I highly suggest you do. It's an app that basically focuses on uh, patriotic businesses, businesses that are not left-leaning. You can search a national database or a local database and find people. And again, this is not a paid shout-out. That's not an endorsement, but we're on uh, Public Square. They've allowed us to run ads on their platforms as well. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Thank you for allowing us to spend some money on your platform to support you and hopefully support our business as well. So, but yeah, back to the main point. Tipsy shaving, it's no longer here. We still have a lot of the product. Yeah, we you know, We have a lot of the product. It's like, you know what? It's really good, too. It is really good. I mean, shit, we could really supply ourselves for a few years with the product we have left. So okay. my mind is like, you know what? Let's give it away. Give it away. Get yeah. something. At least at least break even on this product and get some support for the show. So, again, that is All-American Savage Show on Patreon. Just patreon.com slash All-American Savage Show. Sign up for the $10 option, and we will send you for free because you, you have to sign up with your address. I get your address, and then we send you the shaving package deal. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Jim Jackson uh, says, finally got the Rumble app. I'm just being lazy on building it out. I'll get there. Come on, man. Come on. Got recognized by a dude in the gym this morning. He was like, hey, are you that John Burke guy? He's like, yeah. He's like, you keep getting banned. I was like, yeah. I do. I was like, but he's like, are you over on Rumble? I was like, yeah. So even a random stranger, he's just like, yeah, everybody's going to Rumble. I was like, I get it. That's so, pretty cool. I mean, they, they, you know, I've been coming, commenting on Tim Pool's show now to get you on as a guest. I hope that happens. That'd be cool. We're sponsoring a show next month. Shell Shock is taking out some ad space on Tim Pool's podcast. So listen for that. I appreciate that. That's that's happening. Yeah, you had a really good read, buddy. Yeah, I did a read yesterday for the show. It's going to be a, uh, a vocal ad that I guess gets introduced 
uh, in the middle of his podcast. He's not reading it. It's actually my voice. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, so, you know, we're just we're trying some new things, throwing some ad money in places that we didn't before. We're trying to expand our customer base outside of my following or once what once was my following. And um, it's been interesting, to say the least. So we're grateful for these companies that are actually out there allowing us to even run fucking ads, unlike yeah. Facebook and Instagram, a bunch of cucks. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. But again, patreon.com slash all American Savage Show. Go sign up for the $10 tier, and I will send you the uh, tipsy stuff. Now, for the code mug, for the free mug with $50 or more, we're done with that. Apparently, we sold out. We're reordering. When they get back, I will let you guys know. I will let you guys know. But the trick-or-treat website hunt is now in full effect uh, through the month of October. We're going to hide a clickable Halloween-themed emoji somewhere on our website. Whoever finds the emoji and clicks on it will win a code to use $100 off of any product on the Shellshock CBD website. There will be five winners total, and the clickable emoji and its location will change after each winner. Someone has already found and used the first and second codes. For your chance to win, stay tuned to our social media channels and your email for announcements on when each new emoji drops. Now, make sure you check your spam folders because we send out these emails. A few of them bounce because it could get listed as spam for whatever reason. Check that out. We let you know everything with these emails to let you know what new competitions Especially are going on. Gmail. Yeah, Gmail, absolutely. So check that out. Oh, and for those that don't know, cool little thing that we've just now instituted in our business. It's called Route Service. Uh, through Route, you can now add shipping and product insurance for your orders at checkout starting at only 98 cents. You can also get tracking and real-time shipping updates through their app for free. For more information, please check out the Route app or route.com. We've, we've incorporated this into our website. We started this like three days ago. We've already had like 70 people use this. This basically, and I love I love how this, this serves the perfect opportunity. This is like a great intro lead for the show. You've got a private company that has launched this app that's insurance-based to protect mm-hmm. packages because the government USPS does such a shit job. Terrible. Horrible. Fucking horrible. So now this app comes out and says, like, hey, We'll cover down on what the government's fucking up, and we use them. They're effective. We've tested it. It works great. So if you're worried about the insurance of your package, like 98 cents to a buck, you get insured. That thing gets lost, they'll replace it. That's simple. That's great. 98 cents more, that goes straight to them. We just incorporate it as, like, we want our customers to feel secure and knowing that you are going to receive your package. And if you do not receive your package, we will figure out what the hell happened. Now, again, once that package leaves our facility, there's literally nothing we can do. Mm -hmm. All we can do is just suggest you, hey, contact them, yada, yada, here's the tracking number. Because we don't have some kind of magic, you know, button or anything that we just say, hey, motherfuckers, where's our package? We do have great customer service, though. We do. Julia's killing it. Yeah, we got a great letter praising the customer service. Yeah. You know, we take pride in that stuff. It's good stuff. We're, we're appreciative of our customers. So again, that's shellshockcbd.com. You can check us out. All right, enough fiddle fucking around. Let's get into it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Bidenomics sends U.S. national debt soaring past $31 trillion for the first time. This economy's doing great, according to the left. And then also, you know, the national debt has hit a record high. Now, let's not even kid ourselves. Uh, dude, even Trump added to it. Obama added to it. Biden's adding to it. We can't kid ourselves and pretend like there's a president in recent times that has not contributed in some way, shape, or form to the national debt. Um, just hasn't happened. Um, somebody says, I'm on Rumble, but it keeps clocking. What does that mean? We got 258 people watching on Rumble right now. And thank you guys for sharing the uh, stream. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. If, is Rumble giving y'all some um, 
Is Romo giving you all some issues? Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. I'd get over here. Eric says, I love route automatically traps all my packages just by having my email attached. That's pretty yeah, cool. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Binomics sends national debt past 31 trillion. The Biden administration's uh, ceaseless borrowing addiction has given gross national debt past 31 trillion for the first time amid record inflation, rising interest rates, and fears of a looming recession. What do you mean looming? I mean, uh, folks, I'm putting it this way. Next year, we will definitely be in a recession. There is no if, ands, or buts. We're in a recession right now. It's like, but for them, it's kind of like that wily Coyote thing. (laughs) Like the Coyote has to be in the bottom of the fucking the pit he runs into and falls before they realize, like, oh shit, we are in a recession. It's like, well, yes, we've been saying this. What did they say your percentage was? uh, Your interest rate would be on if you bought a new house. Jesus, six point seven. It's going up. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I told my realtors, like, I'm not buying right now. No, we are in a recession. There's- yeah. He was trying to say, he tried to tell me, and I love him. He's a good dude. But he was just like, you know, you can refi that loan after a year. It's like, yeah, but I'm still paying over 600K for a house that should be around 375 yeah. to four. It's like, well, we're not living in that economy anymore. It's like, we will be when Biden's out. It's like, I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm not spending an extra 300 grand just to buy a house to try and rent it and make some money. Yeah. I've just prolonged my ROI on that. So fuck that. But yeah, the United States public debt closed at $31.1 trillion on Monday, according to the Treasury Department data published Tuesday. The milestone comes as the Federal Reserve continues to hike interest rates to fight the highest inflation in 40 years as the government borrows money to finance tax cuts, even as it sends billions of taxpayer dollars offshore to Ukraine in aid. By the way, and we'll get to this story in a minute, we're sending, we're sending more money to Ukraine, another what, four hundred something million? Oh my god! The, I'm just like, when when does the when does the country just eventually just say, okay, you know what, get them out of office? When when do people get enough? I'm genuinely curious, like for Democrats especially, because you elected this fucking failure. When is it enough? I think we're paying like a trillion dollars a year just on the interest of the national debt alone. It, that's insane to me. Yeah, that is insane to me. And there's, there's just no end in sight. No, nothing's going to change. This guy continues to borrow. Um, and, you know, let me hold off because we have other articles to get to about OPEC, our, our oil reserve. Yeah. We are almost tapped out. Like, this administration is such a joke that Biden is sitting there touting. It's like, hey, we fixed, we fixed the problem. No, you haven't. <laughs> We're almost oil depleted. And guess what you're going to do? You have to buy this shit back from OPEC, and they're going to jack the prices up on you because that's what corporations do when they've got the government by the short hairs because the government put themselves in that position by getting involved in the first place. Uh, you'd be hard-pressed to convince me that these let people me, aren't getting paid. Let me ask you this. Had Biden not fucked with the Keystone Pipeline to appease the fucking long-haired, hairy-nippled hippie fucks out there, the one green energy, had Biden not made this decision, where do you think we'd be right now? I, we'd be doing great. You can't tell me, you can't convince me that there's these politicians that don't get paid from uh, oil going overseas. Yeah. So uh, they have to have, I mean, why else would you do it? Because they're just that stupid. No, they're, uh, they're not stupid. They're, they're, not, they're, they're, they're just smart. Oh, yeah, they're, they're crooks. They're criminals. They don't care about their fellow but The point fellow being, though, is if the government had not fucked with this, mm-hmm. we'd be doing great. We'd be oh, paying yeah. under, a, you know, under $2 a gallon right now. Guaranteed under $2 a yeah. gallon. The economy would be thriving. That's, that's what's so fucking crazy to me. We could have bounced back 10 times harder. Mm-hmm. They shut the economy down. You know, it purged in a sense. But government subsidies went through the fucking roof. There was so much abuse and fraud from these COVID PPP loans and shit like that. Mm-hmm. 
And what happens? The government st- keeps, they keep saying, like, we're going to fix the problem. Bitch, you're the cause of the fucking problem. Oh, yeah. You are the causation of 99.9% of the problems in this country come from the government. It's not the people. Folks, I'm telling you, people can figure shit out for themselves. And how do we do that? Well, it's you. You, the individual taxpayer with your money, vote with your feet and your wallet. Stop letting these crooked politicians fuck you in the ass. That's what they're doing. If shop A is expensive and shop B comes in and says, we're going to undercut them, you're going to shop B. When the government comes in there and says, oh, by the way, you've got to regulate minimum wage, now there's no playing field. It's literally the same. You've got equality, but it's going to fuck small businesses in the long run. Minimum wage is a horrible fucking idea. Horrible idea. Case in point, folks, I mean, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. We don't pay, well, we do pay minimum wage. Well, no, we don't pay minimum. We pay, we start people out at $15 an hour. Like that's your first, that's your first third or 60 or no, 90 days here. Yeah. You're making 15 an hour to prove yourself. You get no benefits and you have to prove. After that 90 day assessment, we bump you up to a good pay and include benefits. And we don't do minimum wage. Why? Because we would be able to keep people. People would not stay here to work. Yeah. It's like, you're paying minimum wage. Sorry, I got to go work at McDonald's because I can make more. Fair enough. So to be a competitive business, we've got to increase our wage on our own. And here's the thing. Well, John, what if they don't do that? That business will go under. You will not have help. That's all there is to it. But by increasing minimum wage, what about smaller businesses that cannot afford to make that jump to hire that first person to increase production? They can't. That or they have to take out a loan. That's not something you should be doing as a small business right off the bat if you can avoid it. Sometimes you have no choice, but you get where I'm going on this. A small business, or, uh, yeah, small businesses, minimum wage kills them. It's not a good idea, mm-hmm. but the point still stands that every time the government gets involved to roll out some good legislation that has common sense to protect the worker, blah, 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 it usually winds up fucking us. This government is not, is not, I say again, is not a pro small business government. No, no. There hasn't been one for a very long time. No, they're, they're pro themselves. 100%. The milestone comes the Federal Reserve continue. Okay, uh, so many of the concerns we have about our growing debt path are starting to show themselves as we both grow our debt and grow our rates of interest, said Michael Peterson, chief executive officer of the Peterson Foundation, which promotes deficit reduction. Too many people were complacent about our debt path, in part because rates were so low. Um, this comes out from Peterson's Foundation. It's official. The national debt has now surpassed $31 trillion. And yet, we continue giving giving money to Ukraine. Do I, I'll just say it. I don't give a fuck if Russia takes Ukraine. I don't give a flying fuck. I don't care. That does not make me a pro-Russian or a Putin apologist. I just don't give a fuck. Hmm. You're corrupt. That's fine. Ours is corrupt, too. I get it. But I don't want my money going over to Ukraine because the causation of this catastrophe had a lot to do with Obama's administration, the EU, and Russia. This, when people wake up and realize all these stupid fucking Ukrainian flag douchebags on Twitter and shit like, they really support Ukraine. <laughs> you, you don't do shit. Like, you literally just put it in your bio to, dude, I am so sick and tired of these goddamn virtue signaling people on the fucking left. You make me want to puke. Every time I see one of the stupidest, most retarded, not grounded in reality type of comments on that fucking cancer that is Twitter, 
nine times out of ten, you click that profile, BLM, LGBT, support Ukraine, resist. Like, you bunch of fucking douchebags. They them. They them. It's like, oh, your pronouns. Go fucking figure. But every single time I see some of the <laughs> stupidest shit, you click on that profile, and nine times out of ten, the retard on the other end, he's got more labels in his fucking bios. That we're not about labels. Oh, yes, the fuck you are. Without those labels, you're a fucking insignificant little pissant. That's why you do this. Could you ever see yourself using... Like calling somebody they or them. Jesus Christ, no. Hell yeah. no. I'll call you re and tard. How about that? Re and tard. There you go. <laughs> These people are just fucking ridiculous. But anyway, uh, point still stands though. Like anytime, anytime the government gets involved, they always fuck it up. Uh, yeah, they're, they're just crooks. That's all there is to it. It's ridiculous. I wonder how many of these people are getting paid. On the back end from all the uh, yeah, it's, these backdoor it's, deals over in the Middle East. It's so corrupt, dude. I think, honestly, I hate to say this, but I think, the, honestly, the only way you would ever fix this, and it's not a permanent fix because this will repeat itself. Human corruptibility is in, it's the human condition, just like the human condition com, com, is comprised of, like, racism, misogyny, whatever. As long as ignorance exists, these types of human personalities or whatever you want to call them will always exist. Mm -hmm. It's like, we need to end racism. Well, figure that the fuck out for me, then. How do you end racism? without using force how do you end racism without using force because that's the big kicker a lot of you people are like we can just make it illegal no the fuck you can't free speech is free speech yeah you don't get to sit there and dictate what people can and cannot say and now i saw some black chick talking about cornrows like it's an appropriation of black coat really what about when black women dye their hair blonde shut the fuck up shut the fuck up appropriating our culture what culture is yours i just can't like this. please please explain to me what African, I'm saying African-American, like black people in America. What is your culture exactly? Can, can we address that? Mm -hmm. What is your culture? If you're African-American, then your culture is African. And I'd say nine times, nine out of ten of you don't know shit about fuck about African culture. Because Africans that are over there, they by and large are living in really difficult times, really bad areas. And they look at black people in America like, you got a good. The fuck are you talking about? I oh, know. Fuck are you talking about? Like, I got chased by a fucking lion, bro. What are you talking about? Like, we don't have any clean water. What, what, what are you on about? It's rough over there. Oh, it's fucking, yeah. It's, it's I've a been third to world country. It's, yeah, it's, it's not. They still have slavery. They still have child soldiers. They still have all this shit. Oh, yeah. But then the black Americans must say my African-American ancestry. If you were living over there, you'd be poor. Yeah. You'd be living in a shithole. So these, these women appropriating our culture. What culture is that? Please, pray tell. What culture? Cornrows? You're really that offended that people want to use cornrows? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So this is the stupid game we play. If we're talking about appropriating culture, then let's talk about white culture. How much are you appropriating? Uh, let's talk about, I don't know, democracy. Should we, should we have that conversation? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, we did appropriate your culture with slavery. Oh, I said that out loud. That's right. I did. I did. I did say that. <laughs> that English lady on Don Lemon's show still Just ripped him apart. Oh, my yeah. God. That's, that was one of the best things I've ever heard. His, his tight little black butthole was bleeding after that one. His white boyfriend was like, God damn, did you fuck a black man? <laughs> Holy shit. It's like, no, this English woman just tore me apart. There you go. <laughs> yep. We should rename the show John Burke Uncensored. Yeah. I love it. We should. We should call it John Burke Uncensored. I think it works. Should we do that? Man, then we got to redo the graphics. Ugh. John Burke Uncensored.
Yeah, apparently cornrow cornrows is a culture thing. That's I she, and you listen to this woman talk, and it's like Jesus. This is why stupid you know, people should not be allowed. There should be an IQ test. I wasn't gonna get them, but now I feel like I'm on the fence. <laughs> I, I may do it. You can put some cornrows in your beard. <laughs> My beard, yeah. Yeah, man, you're running nice and feisty over there. Look at him picking up that rhythm. Josh over there with the beads, clapping the bass. Clapping the bass. <laughs> clapping the bass. <laughs> the fucking Democrats, man. They're coming over here raising the taxes on me, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that offensive? I really don't fucking care. We get to do that now that I'm uncensored. And you can't touch me. Suck my dick. Suck my dick. Suck my motherfucking dick. Twitch is a shithole. Fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Bastards. Bastards. I'm going to say it. That YouTube shooter a long time ago, I understand it. I get it. I'm not justifying it, but I, and she was actually kind of crazy, too, if I'm not mistaken. This is like years ago when they had that active shooter at YouTube HQ. Oh, that's right. Because they fucking banned her. That. Yeah, they banned her shit, and, all, and she, like, shot him up. It's like, damn. You know, because they built this platform for everybody to use. And then people make their make livelihoods yeah. on it. Yeah, and then you take that from them, and you wonder why they come after you with a fucking yeah. gun. You've ruined their life. So, I mean, hey, they might as well take yours in the process. I get it. I, yeah, I can't say that I I blame people for getting upset. Especially, yeah, they yeah. shouldn't be able to do that. Fuck yeah. Whatever. Whatever. So, good job on Biden. Record, record, record uh, inflation, record, soon to be record recession, and record debt. Yeah, luckily, Man, he's just he'll breaking forget all about kinds it. of records. He'll this, forget about it. I'll forget about it, yeah. I did what? Who wants ice cream? <laughs> Biden to release 10 million more barrels from Strategic Petroleum Reserve in November in wake of OPEC's cuts. Strategic Petroleum. Okay, and by the way, people, I still see this on Twitter, and I don't know why I even let this, yeah, I don't know why it even shocks me. When people say the president does not control gas prices, you're right, but he has a massive influence over them based upon the legislation that he passes that affects the local economy or the, uh, the oil field economy. So when people are saying that, they're fucking stupid. They're looking for a cop-out. Oh, it's not Biden's fault. It's it's the oil companies because they're raising prices. Yeah, you're right, but why are they raising prices, dipshit? Like, answer your fucking yeah. question. It's like, when Crenshaw came on the show, he talked about, we don't have insider trade. Yeah, but you can facilitate these contracts that show favoritism towards these organizations that you then go buy stock in prior to you voting because you know what the vote's going to be. Yeah. Yes, that's you are manipulating stocks. I don't care what you say. That's the truth. That's just, the fucking truth. Pelosi that, does it. Yeah, I saw that clip from 2011 when... I th I forget who it was, which reporter it was, but he was asking her about that legislation for mm -hmm. credit card mm -hmm. and the information she got to buy these IPOs, mm -hmm. and she made a shit ton of money on it. Yep. And she's like, uh, "What? Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about." What? Licking her lips. I just like, I'd love to punch that cunt. I just, I would just love to punch her in the fucking face. I'm not, I'm not for beating women, but she's not a woman. She's a devil. Oh my and god. She deserves I'd, it. I'd love to just spit right in her eye. I'd love to teabag her. Not really. That'd be gross. That'd be like teabagging the Crypt Keeper. I wouldn't be sure if I get my nuts back. Although I don't need them anymore, so it's whatever. Yeah, and they do have a hand in, in the oil here yeah, in the United States. Yes. The gas prices. Buying like canceling because, the you know, Keystone, all the stuff. The Keystone uh, yeah, Pipeline. Yeah. They're canceling leases. Yep. Not renewing leases. Nope. I mean. Not letting you, them drill on federal. Right. Yeah. How does that not affect uh, everybody here in the United States? It 100% does. Yeah. So when all these dipshits on the left, I mean, because you have so many people on the left that will literally go down on that boat in flames. That boat could be on fire in the middle of the Atlantic, and they're going down with it. Mm -hmm. They don't care. Defend Biden at all costs. Fine. Fair enough. Go down with them. President Biden on Wednesday said he will release 10 million more barrels of oil from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve in November in a move to counter rising gas prices again. Folks, this will not stop. Bro, you are literally putting a Band-Aid on a sucking chest wound. This is not going to fix anything. 
If anything, you are depleting much needed reserves because you refuse your ego. You are doubling down on this green bullshit because you don't want to drill stateside. You want to keep us on foreign fucking oil. You want to keep us on oil from a country that we are literally having a proxy war with in Ukraine. And you are giving Ukraine money and then you're giving Russia money. You're giving Europe money. This is insane to me. We are spending, 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 but we are doing nothing for ourselves. So when people say, oh, these fucking MAGA, America first types are, are like nationalist fucking terrorists, well, then a terrorist B.I. Because I would much rather do shit right here in America, lower our own gas prices, become not dependent on foreign energy, bring these jobs back stateside, invest in local economies, help economies grow, create more jobs. Just on an oil rig alone, you know how many jobs that creates? Good paying jobs too, might I add. Very good paying jobs. The oil field, for those that don't know, if you work in the oil field, depending on what you do, you can work your way up. Make some pretty damn good money. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hard work. Don't get it twisted. You're working some serious fucking hours. You're gone for months at a time. But you're making damn good money. Mm -hmm. I used to work on rigs. Remember the uh, the rig electrician? My God, this dude, he had a freaking, he had a truck, four-wheeler, boat, all this stuff. He's like, I just ain't got no time to go do it. He's like, but I've got it for when I retire. I'm like, oh, fair enough. I mean, he would go on these lavish hunting trips when he goes when he goes shore. I was like, dude, good for you. His decision was announced just hours after organization of the petroleum exporting countries OPEC said it would be it would cut oil production by two million barrels a day. The cuts will restore the oil market for top producers like Saudi Arabia and Russia, but are also expected to drive up costs at the pump globally. Think about Europe right now. Europe's in a worse situation than we are. Europe's, you know, that whole winter of illness and death, maybe you should, Biden should be saying that to, to, to Europe. Like, good Lord. And the Europe politicians right now is like, oh, there's nothing to panic about. We're okay, blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, the boat is sinking. Like, you're, you're like those violinists on the Titanic. It has been an honor. But instead, you're just like, it's not sinking. Like, Harry, my foot is wet. That's not water. Like, you're fucking sinking. That's what they're, that's what European, I'm telling you, these politicians seem to think that they're safe. When conditions get bad enough, and there's no food, there's no gas. You motherfuckers are getting ripped out of your houses and you're getting executed. Time and time again, this has occurred left and fucking right. And right now, Europe is on the precipice of hitting something to that level. When you have national fucking blackouts, no heat. Bro, that means the officials have failed you. That means your elected officials should be fired. If they refuse to step down, you yank them out and execute them. That's just the only way. Preferably you fire their asses and say, you're, you're out, you're gone. But if they refuse to step down, then there you go, you're left. Because here's the deal. Like, look what Biden is doing to our economy. How much worse does it have to get at the pump before people are finally like, you know what? Maybe we should impeach this motherfucker. And this only makes people hate Democrats all the more. Because instead, you double down your hits on the right. You keep attacking the right, the right, the right. Meanwhile, your own elected president that has control of the executive branch... You've got the Senate, you've got the House, and yet you are still fucking this up. Now you are defending a senile old man that is running this country into the fucking ground all because you hate Trump. How fucking pathetic is the DNC? How fucking disgusting and disastrous is your party? Your party has now devolved into the party party of groomers, pedophiles, supporting these transgender fruitcakes out there that are just so fucking insane. The just immorality of these, these people is just beyond me. Again, free to do whatever you want, but you people are fucking whack jobs. Let's not even get it twisted. And that's what your party stands for.
and you want to be a part of this? And you want to defend a senile old man that is literally calling for a dead representative who died two months ago, and then fucking your little black lesbian gets up there that you probably got up there through affirmative action due to her fucking race, gender, and sexuality, and she gets up there, and what does she do? She simps for this fucking rich white motherfucker that the left has demonized as being the enemy of, of actual minorities, and yet you turn around, you elect them left and fucking right, and then you have one of your own out there lying for him, and you say fucking nothing! Not a fucking word! You sit there and swallow what you're fed from these fucking rich elites, and you bank on it because, God forbid, Trump comes along and says things that hurt your feelings. Well, truth be told, fuck your feelings! No, literally, I want to fuck them. They look sexy. <laughs> They're soft and moist, and I want to stick my dick in your feelings. Yeah, I think it's like a twofold. They don't just hate Trump, but they hate yeah. Americans, too. They, they hate everybody on the right because they paint us as right. Because DNC leadership has done nothing but say the right is nothing but racists. Yeah. Racists, misogynists, xenophobes, bigots, Islamophobes, and everything that they have accused us of, and then some, they themselves have you know, dis displayed those exact attributes time and time again. Nancy Pelosi literally just said a few days ago, the farmers in, in, in Florida need the illegal immigrants to pick... The cotton, uh, the fruit, excuse me, the fruit. Wait, are, are they black? Are they, oh, no, they're Mexican. Yeah, yeah, the fruit. The, the blacks are for the cotton. Guarantee that's what she's saying. Come on, folks. Yeah. You say some shit like that. I mean, be real here. And you know, the funny thing is, like, people like us, we joke about race. We make racist jokes because they're fucking funny. But we also will acknowledge certain stereotypes to be true. But I would certainly not generalize everybody by and large, but I will as far as like the whole picking cotton, but let's not even kid ourselves. Like I said before, it's not like we got illegal Mexican lawyers crossing this fucking border no. or nuclear physicists. That's what Trump, you know, he was talking about. Like they're not sending us their best. They're not. I mean, I'm not saying they're all bad, but fuck me running. When you got gun running, human trafficking. Uh, yeah, you got cartel. And don't, don't even sit there for a second and think the government has no hand in the Mexican cartel and shit like that running drugs into it. They know. They yeah. know full well. Like uh, El Chapo was just saying that yeah. they could shut the— They could if they wanted they to. They could shut it, all the drug Makes smuggling. so much money. But the Mexican politicians and the American politicians don't want it to happen. Fuck no. I mean, I'm glad he said it, Yeah. but it's I feel like it's it's something that we already, already yeah. knew. We know there's politicians there yeah. that, are, that want an open border. Yeah. Yeah, if, but if they, they had their heads in the sand, yeah. I mean, that's why they went decades and decades without, yeah. you know, shoring up the border. Yeah. You know, what do they have? Like, mm -hmm. how, how much more do they have left to, mm -hmm. to to close it off? You know, that's a good question. A couple hundred miles? I have no idea. That has not been in the news whatsoever. They've, they've shied away that even though Biden talked about resuming the border wall. I mean, that barely made a blip on the MSM radar. No. Barely. They don't want, uh, want it closed. They need yeah. it open. They need but illegal immigration. They want it, sex yeah. trafficking. You mm -hmm. have fentanyl. Mm. Uh, coming across. Yeah. And, and they predicted like back in, like just the, just the war on drugs. Milton Friedman had talked about, he predicted, I think back in the 90s, that the prohibition on drugs essentially was a causation from harder drugs. He said on average, statistically, he could prove roughly 10,000 homicides committed in America per year based upon the 
uh, prohibition of drugs. He said, basically, and it makes perfect sense. He talked about when you make drugs illegal, we look at, like, for example, we talk about prohibition. Mm-hmm. Prohibition hit in the early 1900s. They said, we ban all alcohol. Imagine, folks, imagine living during that time and place when the government says you can't drink anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can suck a shotgun for all I fucking care, you cocksucker. You get to tell me what I want to drink. Right. Fuck you. But they did this. So as a result, they banned alcohol that was made safely people had control over it and what happens your speakeasies pop up everywhere prohibition didn't stop shit if anything it made it more dangerous Mm -hmm. because now people were brewing shit in very dangerous areas dangerous substances people were dying from alcohol being not pure now i forget the actual make i'm not i don't brew i'm making some homemade wine but i'm not an expert on this but you get where i'm going with this so by them saying it's banned, you therefore created a black market that was actually 10 times more dangerous, spiked the cost, and essentially invented a different kind of alcohol that was more dangerous, or the chemical makeups weren't, or the formulas weren't safe. So you got a lot of people killed. Well, let's look at drugs. We had cocaine. You know how crack came about? Because cocaine was so fucking expensive. Thanks, CIA. Thanks, CIA. Crack was invented. Cocaine was banned. It was illegal. I mean, imagine going to jail for a joint. Go your life ruined. You creating criminals. Like to this day, the gym I go to, I am like trying so fucking hard to convince the gym owner to let us sell Delta 8 in there. And he won't because he doesn't like the whole idea of weed. It's like, but then how can you sit there and tell me that you got no problem with somebody drinking or injecting steroids in their ass and you got a problem with Delta 8? You're a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. You're a fucking hypocrite. If this is how you view things, your, your mindset is so fucking just antiquated. It's so outdated. It really is. Weed does not lead to anything else. But also, even if it did, that is your choice to do it. It leads to uh, good sleep and munchies. Yeah. Amazing sex, too. Relax. I'm not even going to lie about that. <laughs> Our Delta 8 on sex, good Lord. Josh and I all the time. Forget We're just about in the office it. fucking all the time on Delta 8. It's a great it time. It loosens you up so much. It really does. I take it sometimes before tango class. And, oh, man, I cut a rug. No, not really. I don't cut any rugs. Get all Cosby on me. <laughs> yeah, put this in your mouth and stick this in your butt. Yeah, make, make the penis pop. Yeah, you know, I'm, mm. I'm almost for a rep- Rolling back all the drug laws. Fuck yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. People are like, oh my God, that means you're going to make all drugs legal. Like, do you really think that you couldn't get your hands on an eight ball right now if you wanted to? They're already here. Right. Are we playing like the emperor has no clothes? Like, oh, they're not. Yes, they are. Yeah, absolutely. You can only get pain medication Mm -hmm. from uh, doctors who are prescribing Mm -hmm. Oxycontin Mm -hmm. and very addictive that's why drug. our delta 8 has blown the fuck up because yeah. this shit is non-addictive yeah. there's no negative side effects you, know, even if you don't you have to pay a fucking arm and a leg for it and that's why they're going to suppress this shit and i'm surprised yeah. the fda hasn't cracked down on it, honestly because well, anything that competes with big pharma they're going to eliminate the government's got to get its money you know having marijuana legalized in some states medical marijuana and people using that for uh pain mm-hmm I think it's it's really got a foothold. And oh, it does. I but we need to go even further. Yeah, I, I think from here it just goes up. But Matter of fact. Like this Delta 8 is it's just an incredible product. I love it. It really is. Well, Beto apparently is running on legalizing marijuana in Texas. That's going to be a big one. Abbott needs to adopt that, and he won't. He needs to. But the sad thing is, though, folks, even if they legalize it right now, big money already has their hands in this shit. Yeah. Little man doesn't have a chance. All we can really hope for to do is become a dispensary, and even that's going to cost us a lot of fucking. We'll make a lot of money, yeah. and you got to have that money right up front. So how does a small man get a break? 
like we talked about, to even apply for a license to grow in Texas was $7,500 back in 2019. Mm -hmm. If you got approved through the licensing, and this hasn't even been legalized yet, it's going to cost you three quarters of a million dollars. Mm -hmm. Who's got that kind of money? Big oil. Yep. Big oil in Texas has that kind of money. So we don't, have, we don't have capitalism. Like, and here's the deal. If they legalize marijuana in Texas, you shouldn't need a license to grow. You shouldn't need a license to sell. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't need shit. Because why don't I need a license to sell Delta 8? I don't. I don't need a license to sell DBCBD. No. These things can alter you in a sense of, like, not being sober. But then why do I need a license to sell liquor? How does that make any fucking sense? Because the state's got to get theirs, folks. They got to get theirs. So right. when they legalize it in Texas, you see all these grow farms. Pop I'm probably going to wind up growing. I don't give a fuck. I should probably do it anyway. Fuck these laws, dude. These laws are ridiculous. It's just more and more rich politicians and mm -hmm. big-scale corporations getting their fucking foot in the door before the little man has a chance. And that's not capitalism. That is not free market. Therefore, all you are doing by, by them essentially favoring the rich is you are creating the black market. Yeah. By proxy, you are. People are going to, here's the thing. It's like, if they legalize marijuana, that's great. Now, if they start saying licensing, you've just destroyed the whole reason for legalizing it. Because essentially, why am I going to pay you for a license? Why? When I could just grow it myself, probably not get caught, make even more money. Should we have a hunting license? Fuck no. Do away with all of them. Huh? Why Fishing. do I need a license to hunt? That's the stupidest shit. Granted, as a veteran, you can get it for free, I think. But even still, it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. It's like, wait, I got to have a license. But doesn't that money go into, like, keeping keeping up the forest? That, that we know of. That we know of. I'm like, anything that what, anything federally controlled, like we just might uh, automatically assume that it's being... The Wildlife Foundation or something there are, like that. There are some places that, yeah, that money does go into help freaking agriculture. I, I'll give you that. But I don't for a second believe that all of that money goes where they say it's going. I don't. I, I don't. I just, I've lost all faith yeah. in government. Like, now, anything that they say to us, I just... Now, whatever I would they agree. Say, I would agree with tags. I would agree with tags in the sense of, for those that don't hunt, you get issued so many tags per season. For example, like you hunt so many deer, so many doe, so many tar, whatever the case may be. And that's for population control. Mm -hmm. So they can actually track it. I'm for that, but it should be free. Mm -hmm. Just for the sake of we need to track this so we know how much hunting we can allow on these lands so we don't have overpopulation issues. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I understand that. But it shouldn't require a license or me to pay anything. It's literally, hey, I want to go hunt. Here, give me, the, give me the things. And they only issue so many. So that, I think that's fair. Okay. I think that's more than fair. Prostitution. Absolutely. Because here's the deal. Like, people, and it's not a stupid argument. It's a great argument. People say, like, wait, prostitution should be legal. What if you have a fucking dirty hooker? It's like, are you going to go to an establishment that doesn't test their hookers? <laughs> or just uh, stay away from hookers. Or just stay away from hookers. Or would you go to an establishment, or would you frequent an establishment that literally has weekly STD checks for their prostitutes? Like, yeah, probably that. It's like, would you pay more for that? Well, yeah, for the safety of knowing I'm not going to get infected. It's like, then the free market just regulated itself. You didn't force anybody to do anything. You had free choice. They didn't have to have licensing. Those other ones chose to. We don't have to do third-party testing on our products. We By, by law, we don't. Mm -hmm. Nobody requires that. But we choose to do that because that gives our customers that warm and fuzzy, like, this shit's yeah, been tested. Absolutely. Like, when I say you have our personal guarantee that if you're taking our rack out gummies for sleep, you will not fail a drug test. You have my personal guarantee. Every single fucking gummy, every batch is tested. Mm -hmm. I should say batch. It's tested, and we know for a fact. Now, apply that towards prostitution, hard drug sales, anything like that. Now, yes, there are going to be some people that can't afford high quality shit so they have to go to the low quality and they have to take their risks but that's part of the risk you take oh i have to go to the ugliest hooker i have to go to ugliest hooker to get to touch pee pee
I think that's a fair that's a fair and balanced society. Less government or interventionism, less government control. We don't need yeah. the government. And man, I sound like a fuck. I never in a million years would actually sit here as John Burke, the guy who originated the fucking car rants, the drill sergeant. I'm sitting here advocating for legalized weed, fuck the feds, fuck the government, and fuck the military. Leadership. Military leadership. <laughs> let, me, let me be clear on that. Military leadership. The woke military members like fucking Austin and Miley and the rest of these douche canoes. Yeah. Fucking traitors to an oath. Mm-hmm. Never thought that we'd ever like see the view. At least mine have. I don't know about yours. I mean... Uh, you know, I've always had kind of this mindset. You've always been a hippie. Uh, going all the way back to high school, like, yeah. you know, I told my mom when I was like 17 or 18, I'm like, you know, gay marriage is probably going to be legal in about 20 years. Yeah. And sure enough, about yep. 20 years later, it was legalized. I'm like, it's, yeah. it just doesn't make sense to make marijuana yep. illegal. Yeah. I mean, her generation thought that, you know, you're going to smoke a joint. The next thing you know, you're going to be... Yeah in the closet yeah you know shooting up black tar heroin <laughs> as much delta yeah, as we've taken man case. i still have not craved cocaine whatsoever no that's a tough you know i do want to check out shrooms more though because i hear that shrooms uh, by the way for those that don't know uh it was like six months ago they legalized um the restart of government testing on shrooms uh, for the sake of PTSD and stuff like that so this was this was made illegal back in the 60s they were already researching it since the 60s folks Shroom research has been made illegal. It's can like, you, why? Can, can you believe that? Yep, exactly. Why? Yeah. Why? Why has marijuana been, you know, I remember reading an article by, like, follow wrote, that logic. Like, why was it blue? Blue line law. Yeah. Religious law. It's for every single fucking Republican, every single GOP supporter that you say you're anti big government, you are for, we're one nation under God, but you say that you're for freedom. This is why you have to have a separation of church and state. Religion should not legislate freedoms. Now, God grants us freedoms, right? Mm-hmm. Our freedoms are God-given, right? Okay. Not, not really. God does not give you free speech. Because he says in the Bible, you shall not take my name in vain. He says all these things. That's a, con- I mean, that's a contradiction. Am I mm-hmm. wrong on this? Mm-mm. But God gives you the option of free choice. Yeah. But you get where I'm going with this. So what gives the government the right to play God? There should be no legislation dictated by any kind of religion. So banning, because here, even where I'm at in, in Texas, I can't buy liquor on a Sunday. Yeah. Why? Fucking why? Tradition. The, it's from religion. Yeah. Because you should be in church on say, what if I don't believe in God? Well, you should. Well, that's kind of a violation of the First Amendment. I just want to get drunk. Is that okay? Well, no. So what do I have? What am I forced to do? Buy more on Saturday, which is just too. I don't even drink hardly at all. But you get where I'm going with yeah, this. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. A lot of our laws are antiquated and they're rooted in religious extremism. Well, you know, I, I shouldn't even say extreme. Basic Christian values, which is fair. Mm-hmm. If that's how you want to live your life, live your life, but don't force that under the people. That's not right. Because if it's okay for Christians to do it, why is it not okay for Muslims to do it? Because then the Christians really get offended. Yeah. Sharia law, not my country. It's like, but you're okay with your your religious views being forced on others, but Muslims can't. Do you not see the hypocrisy in this? We're founded on God. It's like we are, but which God? We're we're Christian. Which version of Christianity? Because there's several. We can have these conversations, or we can just at, at least acknowledge together that we should not have church and state being the same. And that's not attacking Christianity. If anything, that's protecting Christianity. <laughs> Well, what the fuck do I know? 
I just want to smoke my weed. No, I don't even smoke. Biden administration gifts further $600 million in military aid to Ukraine. I wonder if they used that to blow up the Nord Stream pipeline. You know, I would have no doubt. You know, I really think it was Ukraine that did it. I think Ukraine did it. They stand to benefit the most. Obviously, You've just the U.S. canceled one of your them. major competitors because Ukraine's 70% export of oil, one of their main exports. Now you just took out a main fucking competitor. Now Ukraine, hey, we're selling oil, and you get to pay out the ass for it on top of the fucking billions you've already donated in aid and bullshit. I think it was Ukraine. Talk to my contact guy, Hunter Biden. He'll hit the jump. <laughs> I, I think it was Ukraine. I really do. Uh, um, I, what do you think? I think the, the United States. I, was I, either, I think it was either us. United States or the Ukraine. But yeah. after hearing Biden talk about we have capabilities of taking out the pipeline, you know, it really yeah. puts a big bullseye on the United States. Did he say that before or after the target or the pipeline got hit? He said it just like a few weeks before. Oh, they had been what? talking about it. Like his administration had been talking about that's the That's a declaration Street of war. You attack them yeah. economically and physically, that's war. Yeah. Like that, that's nobody's not, taken. Yeah, that's no small feat. Yeah. That's no small that's no small incident. Like Putin would be if he could verify, and this is the sad thing is, it's be like you can easily fake verify that it was America that did it and then launch a strike like, hey, we're retaliating for what you did to us even though they could fabricate their own proof. Sure. Because proof means nothing these days. There's Photoshop. There's so much shit. I didn't know this, but there are video apps now that like bodybuilders are using that while they're moving, it automatically increases muscle size in the app. It's mm. fuck. I, I, I don't know how this works. I saw a friend of mine's post or a guy that I follow on Instagram that calls out these fake fitness influencers that Photoshop their shit, which I fucking love. But he actually talked about this app, and he showed it to you. And there's this bodybuilder. And the sad thing is these guys are already fucking jacked. Yeah. They're already huge. Like, why are, you, why are you doing this? You don't need to do this. You're there, bro. Jacked. Yeah, extra jacked. Bring my waist in extra small. <laughs> I want to be able to see my fucking intestines. <laughs> like, what? What is wrong with you? But there was this video app, and you see this bodybuilder who he's, who he's blasting, and you see him turn, or he's running on the beach, and suddenly you see his forearm shrink like four inches and then pop back up again. But you see it very briefly. You see his legs increase and slightly decrease depending on the, uh, the angle. Mm. I'm like, holy shit, I didn't even know you could do this. And it's clear as day. It's clear as day. All you have to do is just slowly... Watch the video. You slow down. There's like, holy fuck. The ultimate catfish. Bro, this is what social media has created. The narcissism, the body dysmorphia, the eating, uh, the bad eating. Bro, just so much. Mm -hmm. So much on this stupid, these stupid fucking apps that we have to keep up with the Joneses on. I have to show the world how happy I am because inwardly I'm miserable. I have to show the world how successful I am. Because inwardly, I'm insecure. I have to show the world every fucking thing about my bodybuilding. Like, that's why I got out of the... I, get, I got so bored with it. Yeah. It's literally the same shit. I see these dudes in the gym filming themselves working out. I was like, what, what are you doing? Like, what do you really think you're going to bring to the fitness world that has not already been there? Hey, guys, check out my new bicep workout. It's not. It's literally not. Millions of fitness influencers, and you think you've got the newest... Bro, you just changed up... The range of I like the whatever. people who start off uh, great big fat people. Yeah, and then like fat to fit. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's great. That that's motivational. It, it really is. I'm just on a bitch mode today. I'm in a bitch fest. But I'm just I'm tired of seeing this. I'm not trying to kill people's dreams here, but 
unless you're bringing something new to the table, right? The fuck are you beating a dead horse? And and what I really hate about and his name is Goob to you or Goob for you something like that on Instagram. This dude is calling out these fit. And he calls them shit influencers, shit influencers, and he should. These are the people that are causing body dysmorphia amongst younger people because they see these guys, or especially in women. These women will take their waist in by like two or three inches in their photos, and it's not realistic. So you have these young girls striving to be like these women that are creating false expectations that you can't achieve. And it's a lie. It's a fucking lie. They're creating so many eating, bad eating behaviors and patterns. People starving themselves. Like I was... Um, so what do people get when they... Uh, win these competitions not much that's the crazy thing bro like in the ifbb and all this mm. bullshit like the the first thing you know you'll know you met a fitness pro because it's the first thing they're gonna tell you in their fucking instagram bio ifbb pro so and so nobody gives a fuck <laughs> nobody gives a fuck if you know what goes down with this bullshit you realize you don't really have much respect for those cards i'm just gonna throw that out there um I'm not saying the athletes don't look fucking amazing, but come on, man. This isn't a black and white game. This is literally if the judges are feeling your shit that day. But the point still stands. Um, you don't win a lot. You invest thousands monthly into foods, steroids, supplements, all this shit. And some of these, these – here's the thing. Like, If you win the Arnold, yeah, you're hitting some serious money. If you win the Olympia, you're hitting some serious money. But outside of that, you're not making that much. You might win two or $300 here. That ain't worth it to me. Mm. All that fucking pain for what? Two, three? And fuck that. What I think most people are craving, though, is a sponsorship. They want to spit. And I'm telling you, I've been sponsored many different times. Bro, it's 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 ultimately, here's the cheat code to the fitness world if you want. And I've said this many times and nobody wants to fucking listen because they're all stupid and they think you know better. It ain't about how you look. It ain't. It's can you make sales. Mm -hmm. It's a business. It's a fucking business. The only reason those fitness influencers get sponsorship deals from supplement companies is that they can make sales because people see what these fitness people look like. Oh, I want to look like that. I must take the supplements they're taking to look like that. I've never, I never promoted that. It was like, look, this is what I take. This is why. But you also have to fucking work out. Do you take a pre-workout? Yeah. What do you take? Uh, I take whatever's at the gym. Normally I take that Redcon 1 uh, War, whatever. It usually gets me where I got to go. Um, I need to come off of it. I need to get GAT. My OG was GAT. I loved GAT. GAT was a good feeling uh, pre-workout. And then your protein, honestly, just depends on what you're trying to do. If you want like an isolate protein that is just straight protein without any of the fucking fillers, that's nothing wrong for like maintenance and slow build. But if you want to like put on mass, you need a mass uh, a bulker, which is a shitload of calories, shitload of carbs, shitload of protein. And you got to up all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But anyway, point that I'm trying to make, though, is that these people in the fitness world they're creating these unrealistic expectations and they have millions and thousands and thousands and hundreds and thousands and millions of followers. And all these people are being lied to. They're being fucking lied to. But this goob dude, respect to him. He's the one that called out that guy about the, uh, the video photo. She's like, Jesus, I never would have known that. Never would have fucking known that. And the sad thing is these people don't need to do it. You're already big. You're already there. You look incredible. He busted an 18 year old the other day who won his show. Again, he was the only one in his class competing, so he won it, but he was by himself. Mm -hmm. But even he photoshopped this shit. He's like, dude, you're like fucking Greg Plitt. Like, what, what, what are you doing? Why? But this is what social media has created, folks. Forget the action. What's the causation? Yeah. So much insecurity being displayed on the daily. So much. It's insane. All right. Back to Ukraine. Fuck Ukraine. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> we want money back.
What about Ukraine? Fuck Ukraine. Don't give a shit about them. GOP Senator Hoven, OPEC sees <laughs> what? Sorry. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. OPEC sees we have to replenish SPR, and they're going to make Biden buy it back at a higher price. On Tuesday's broadcast of Fox Business Network's Kudlow, Senator John Hovner, uh, Republican of North Dakota, stated that OPEC sees the Biden administration draining the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, and OPEC cutting production is like jujitsu, and they're going to make the administration buy oil to replenish the reserve at a higher price. Host Larry Kudlow asked, why would the Saudis want higher prices? Why would the Saudis want to help finance Vladimir Putin, for example? Hovind responded, you know, Larry, it really is an interesting question. You know, we've been or the Biden administration has been taking a million barrels a day out of the strategic petroleum oil reserve. And they know at some point that's going to have to reverse. We're producing about a million less than we did at the end of the Trump administration. So they see what's going on here. And so this is a really interesting move. And to me, it looks like an effort to really demonstrate their market power. And he's 100 percent right on this. Mm -hmm. He's 100 percent right. OPEC's got to. I mean, what? Biden's trying to staunch the bleeding by releasing more oil, but you haven't healed the cut. Yeah. We're still bleeding. We are hemorrhaging. All, this those, is the, all those reserves are from Trump. And, he, well, also he, before him, too, to be fair, because if you look at the history of uh, our reserves, they've dipped every so slightly, but they were growing even before Trump. Because even Obama knew better. Like, don't fuck with it. Yeah, he I did. If you Because I saw a graph the other day. It went back to like early 2000s about our, our oil reserve mm -hmm. and you see what it actually was and every president had done a pretty good job they actually had really? biden is doing fucking horrendous horrendous it's crazy but he is literally depleting our reserves and after that what then folks all he's doing is prolonging these prices from going to the fucking roof just, just not that much longer because we're almost out million barrels of oil a day folks there's 330 million people in america i mean come on hover later added and think about this the administration at some point is going to have to reverse taking a million barrels a day of the strategic petroleum reserve and start buying it back and putting it in now if you're opec think about what you're doing you know i mean it's like jujitsu they're going to make the administration buy it back at a higher price i don't know why he's referencing jujitsu as if that makes any sense it's like jujitsu you got to buy the car upside down and get a pizza like, did i mention what? i do jujitsu i do jujitsu by the way and i i'm an ifbb pro and i'm vegan like nobody fucking cares I know, you my pronouns are fucking and stupid we gotta tell you that they're vegans oh my god they do yeah. jujitsu and yeah <laughs> Yeah, I do jujitsu and CrossFit. You want to fight me here? Get in my guard. <laughs> okay, here's your douche card. Oh my god, uh, Frito fail. Cuomo, he's back. I'm back. Gonna lie to you. You thought I was gonna say the N word, didn't you? The disgraced Chris, Chris Cuomo, the Fredo of the brothers, who also said that Fredo is akin to the N-word for Italians. Nah, only if you're fucking retarded. Fredo uh, means coward. I've, I've never heard that. Neither have and, I. Uh, he was just trying to use his, I'm Italian, yeah, so I'm, you I'm gotta. I'm a part Italian. I've never, I've never heard fuck that. Fuck this guy, this piece of shit, this motherfucker. 
The disgraced Chris Cuomo now works for some cable outlet called News, Na- News Nation and managed to attract only 147,000 viewers in his splashly Monday night debut. Cuomo, who was so dishonest and biased that he was not only fired by CNN, he was fired during the infamous Jeff Zucker era, managed to grab only 8,000 viewers in the 25- to 54-year-old advertising demo. News Nation is available in 80 million homes, which means Chris Cuomo's debut ratings are statistically zero, or .0018375%, repeating, of course, of his potential audience. News Nation launched as a cable news network in March because that's just what America needs, another cable news network. News Nation says its goal is to attract viewers tired of opinionated news shows that his news coverage will be straight down. The- what the fuck? And you hired Chris Cuomo? What the fuck are you thinking? I know. Hey, I got a great idea. We're going to start this new company, and it's anti-murder. And you know we're going to have lead it? Fucking Jeffrey Dahmer. Great, great idea. Did I say they're pro-women? They're pro-fucking women. This is the stupidest thing I have ever seen. You hired Chris Cuomo, who sold out his journalistic integrity to protect his fucking coward brother, Andrew, and now you're hiring him over at News... This is why these people don't deserve money. They don't. No. Like who, who thought this was a good idea? You thought because Cromo, like Cromo, whatever this douchebag, you thought because he's got a following, he can bring them views? He got axed from CNN. Yeah, I can't imagine he would have a large following or people oh, he, would. There's a lot of stupid people in this really? world. Oh, they hail him as some kind of fucking hero. No. Oh, oh yeah. Go read the comments. Even after his Me yes. Too stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, bro, Democrats don't give a shit about that. They can be all rapey on that side. They can touch kids. Like, they don't give a fuck about that. He only Democrats. raped a few women. There's only a few women that he sexually assaulted. It was a not a big of, deal. Yeah, hey. A handful of women. Who that doesn't he like the ass being grabbed? Come on. It's only if it's the pussy and if it's Trump. That's the only time we get offended. <laughs> Outside of that, let him grab an ass or two. I mean, after he drugged them, they'd had no idea what was going on. So I bet he'd do. grab an ass or two. That's what Chris Cuomo would do <laughs> instead of Brian Boitano. <laughs> I bet he'd grab an ass or two. That's what Chris Cuomo would do. News Nation says its goal is to attract viewers tired of opinion. I don't even know how I can say this or how they can even say this with a straight fucking face. It says its goal is to attract viewers tired of opinionated news shows and and that its coverage will be straight down the middle. And then News Nation provided that was a hoax by hiring far-left Chris Cuomo, a shameless purveyor of fake news and outright lies. Um, Let's just put this into perspective with demo viewership, okay? Tucker Carlson averages about 2.9 million. Okay, for Monday night and cable news, uh, MSNBC's Chris Hayes, 1.4 million. CNN, LOL's Anderson Cooper, 814. Newsmax, Eric Bowling, 151. News Nation, Chris Cuomo, 147. Bruh. Don Lemon isn't, isn't even on that list. He's not even on that list. Racist. Stelter didn't even compare. Oh, that guy's terrible. wonder what he's doing now. Jerking dicks. Probably. Probably at a glory hole somewhere. I was with CNN. <laughs> Put it in my mouth. Shut up, you bald little Frodo fuck. The problem for Cuomo is this. This is likely as good as it gets. When will Cuomo receive more media attention than for his debut? In a world with 500 channels and no shortage of left-wing news anchors posting as objective, why watch Cuomo? Yeah, he was CNN's highest draw for a whole, but that's like being the thinnest guy at fat camp. CNN was and is mired in last place largely because of dishonest liars like Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon and Stelter. All of them. All of them. They're all garbage. 
Chris Cuomo declared on CNN that he's black on the inside. I bet you are when you fuck your black boyfriend. That's, that's about all I could, like, yeah, when you and freaking Don Lemon are going at it in the closet. In his debut show Monday, Cuomo claimed he's learned lessons from his time at CNN and will now be less partisan. Shut the fuck oh, up, dude. Okay. Like, go fuck yourself. Right. I've, I've learned lessons, good and bad, in my past many months, he said. I have relied on my family, friends, and therapist, and thankfully, it has been the case that what doesn't kill us make us strong. Bro, you literally cheated. What, what, is, what is this these days? These journalists pull this bullshit. You fuck up royally, and they say, hey, guys, I went to rehab. I'm, I'm good now. And you expect us to just like, oh, hey. He's a recovering fucking liar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll watch him. Get fuck out of here. This goes to show you that these people are so talentless. Oh, yeah. They can't do anything. And they love to manipulate. Just they like politicians. Play this. Yes. If politicians weren't politicians, they wouldn't be doing anything. Think about what you just said, though. These people are no different. They're playing no, the same game. They're, they're, it's they're all about PR coverage. Yeah. Zero talent. I should be a fucking PR agent. I'd make the best PR agent out mm. because I know how to play this game. I know how to play this game. I do. It's 100%. almost like the, the show Survivor. It, it 100% is. Yeah. I mean, the way I look at today's politics and the world of social media is it correlates very closely with the age and the renaissance to where there was court. And you were always doing everything you could to undermine somebody else to get even closer to the king, to get more power, more titles, more land, more mm -hmm. response, ultimately more wealth. That's all this is. It's the same fucking thing, except we're driving Teslas now and they were driving horse and carriages. And they were raping each other. And we're still doing that, but it's behind closed doors. So, <laughs> But prostitution was legal. <laughs> it was legal. So was cocaine. Uh, so was cocaine, 100%. Yeah. yeah they, they actually, yeah. They, they used to do that back then, which is really cool. It was a, it was a pain medication. But, yeah. Opium was a big one as well. Um, yeah. Here we go. Okay. So Cuomo's back. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how long that. I wonder what, what do you yes, think they're paying? What do you think they're paying him? Uh, what do you I think his know. salary is? Because they just launched in March. They got to have a major investor. Who, who do you think's paying him? Or what do you think he's getting paid? Mm, I don't know. It's got to be seven figures. You think so? No. Maybe. You think I... he has that much power? That much clout? Uh, you know, I think maybe these people thought they could go after some big name yeah. that was up. I mean, who, yeah. who, what are their choices? <laughs> Brian Stelter? <laughs> I, honestly, they would have been better going off, clues, going after like uh, Bill O'Reilly or yeah. uh, Megan Kelly. Yeah, you know, I always thought Megan Kelly was a pretty good reporter on Fox News. All, yeah. all up until, but then she went hard her left. little, uh, yeah, her little uh, display there at the uh, mm -hmm. debate where she's like, mm -hmm. "You've called women pigs and mm -hmm. shitheads and all this other stuff." It's like. What does that have to do with anything? Because like he was a reality star. Exactly. That's because we have to live. That, that's what politics is. We have to live in this glass house. You better have lived a perfect life. And, you know, that's just one thing. It's like, hey, guys, if I ever ran, like, hey, I've watched porn. I do drugs. I don't fucking care. And I want freedom and I want to pay less taxes and I want you left the fuck alone. No, the first question out of her mouth should have been, you know, uh, what do you bring to the table that none of these other politicians do? Yeah. Or what is your what what are your policies? Yeah. How are you, you going to make person, America better? That person answering those or asking those questions, they will never be, um, by and large, supported. Because if you if you say like you stick to what you just said, which I think should be the question right. every American asks, 
But being that she will not ask those personal questions, the level automatically say, oh, she was too easy on them. It's like, no, it's just that we focused on more important issues that don't fucking matter. Well, you don't hear any of those questions directed towards the right. Like Hell that, no. I was no. uh, watching the, uh, that lady, Carrie Lake, mm-hmm. in Arizona, mm-hmm. answering questions from the media, she's and they were sad. asking her about her pro-life position, mm-hmm. and she's like, well, I'll answer that as soon as you ask my uh, opponent about her stance on abortion, yeah. which is... Uh, to let a baby who survives an abortion to die on a metal plate. Yeah. When you start asking her about those, and then I'll answer your question. Yeah. I mean, those are. Uh, yeah. That's, that's how a you, smart That's move. how you have to handle. Yeah. These, I don't know, hyenas. Yeah. Learn how to manipulate the media better. Like I'll like that's a good way to say it. I'll answer this question when she answers that one. Right. Why? Because because they don't we all do know, that. We all know. Yeah. The media is biased. Like fuck. And that's what scares me. And uh, legit, folks, I'm generally worried about Google working in close ties with the UN and Facebook and, the, and the Instagram are not far behind them. Oh, uh, there's there's this so, shit needs to end. Like these yeah. companies have got to be broken up. They've got to be broken up because mm-hmm. look, my official stance now is they are not. They are no longer private companies. They are protected by the fucking government. Yeah. They are protected by law. Mm-hmm. They cannot be sued. No. That's not a private company. Mm-hmm. If Shellshock CBD was protected from lawsuits by the fucking federal government, we are now owned by the government. Yeah. Whether you believe that or not, it's true. These governments, or this government, now is working in league with Facebook. They are influencing these elections. Zuckerbucks. 100%. There is no denying this. Mm-hmm. That article just broke about election data being stored on a server in fucking China. You see this one? You can go look it up. It's true. Yeah. And you're sitting there wondering why people are saying, hey, election fraud. Yeah, I don't believe in electronic election. No. There's, it's just too many factors of being hacked. No. Yeah. Paper ballot, accurate representation in the room, counting the ballots. Mm-hmm. Simplest way to do it. And here's an even better thing. Have it broadcast live and videotaped live. It should. What's amazing what, to me what, is that. No, here's, that's, I just, it just crossed my What would stop us from doing that? And every polling station say, here's the website. Politicians. There you go. <laughs> Why shouldn't we have that to where, essentially, you can actually see them counting the ballots? Now, zoomed out enough to where you can't see names on the ballots, but at least watching them, at least having video on them saying, we want to make sure that these ballots are being counted fairly. I mean, Have a Democrat, have a fucking Republican, have an Independent, or have three of each watching and counting each one. There's technology to where yeah. you could set up a camera that scans each ballot that mm-hmm. goes through. I mean, I don't know if they use that or not. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like it was just a, a whole bunch of ballots that they yeah. brought in. Yeah. So That's what's so uh, fucking sad about it. Yeah. And plus, like the drop boxes where the cameras were <sighs> yeah. not even mm-hmm. on, the, on the box. Yep. Like, what? How does that work? Hmm. You know why. Yeah. All right. We know why. Uh, we got to. We got to make some Fraud. progress here. Fraud. Fraud. Motherfuckers. Elon Musk says Twitter purchase accelerant. So I guess he is going through with the Twitter purchase. By the way, I'm John Savage Burke over on Twitter. I'm going to go ahead and rebuild that motherfucker again. So if Elon takes over and they get rid of these left-leaning Democrat fucktards, we'll see what happens. And they are fucktards. They are fucktards. They do make love no, fucking retarded people. Make no mistake called, about it. Called liberals. But Elon, apparently that's going on. Um, Bobolinsky, I would have verified Hunter Biden laptop story within five minutes if anyone from Facebook or Twitter reached out. Listen to this, folks. During an interview aired on Tuesday, broadcast on Fox News Channel, Tucker Carlson tonight, former Hunter Biden business associate Tony Bobolinsky stated that if Facebook, Twitter, or anyone else had reached out to him to verify the authenticity of the email sent to him in the New York Post Hunter Biden laptop story, he would have produced the email and the metadata within minutes. 
but no one did. What? Fair and balanced, my left nut. Yeah, these people, they're scumbags. Scumbags. This is why there should be no news on Facebook, no news on Instagram. This has gone beyond the realm of like, this is just censorship at its highest level. You suppress, Facebook even admitted, Zuckerberg admitted he suppressed the Hunter Biden story Mm -hmm. because the FBI came to him saying, oh, we don't know if it's authentic. Bullshit, you don't know if it's authentic. You lost the goddamn laptop. They didn't lose it. You know what I mean. They didn't. Lose, they fucking yeah. hid that motherfucker. Yeah. They probably destroyed. Actually, no. They probably someone's got that laptop. No, they didn't destroy it because no. they've already got the hard drive. Mm-hmm. Like, who was it? Gates was walking around with it on a flash drive. Yeah, and he submitted it into uh, evidence. Yeah. yeah. Bobolinsky said when the New York Post ran their article, an individual named Andy Stone stepped in and throttled down the fact pattern. The interesting thing with that, Tucker, is Andy Stone never reached out to me. He never called my lawyers. My email address was there. I'm easy to get a hold of. Facebook never reached out to me and said, hey, Tony, we see this email that the New York Post just published to you. Is it real? Can you produce the email to us? Within five minutes, if Twitter, Facebook, and anybody else had reached out, I would have produced the email with everyone wants to know or to talk about the metadata oh the emails that are being produced don't have any metadata i would have given them the metadata that's pages long on that email the new york post published why is facebook getting involved in something like this folks do you not see how dangerous this is facebook is the marketplace it's the agora it's where everybody goes to socialize Mm -hmm. mainly call each other names post thought pics to get jerk off material post their only fan links that's primarily (laughs) what it's for these days but doesn't it frighten you in the slightest that now Facebook is getting in hardcore? It's been in hardcore with the MSM and the government. They are the long arm of the propaganda version of the government. That's all they are. They are government proxy employees to magnify leftist talking points and narratives. And God forbid you counter that narrative, such as COVID, they will censor you and kick you off that platform. That's why platforms like Rumble and stuff like that, they have to exist. We are seeing an emergence of people shifting away from leftist big tech saying, look, the right is cruising these apps in their echo chambers, but they're not banning like the left is. When you get these major influencers over there, they start getting their paychecks cut. They're like, fuck this. I'm gone. Rumble be the place to go. We're on Rumble. Just John Burke. Come follow us. We're live every day, 12 p.m. CST, roughly around 12 p.m. CST, Monday through Friday. Oh, it's fucking sad to see this shit. But it is what it is. He's got a great name, though, right? Bobolinsky. Hey, Tony Bobolinsky. Hey, Bobolinsky. Hey, what's up? How's Anthony, the missus? You're doing good. It's Anthony Bobolinsky over there. Bobolinsky. Um, Hunter Biden is the subject of a brand new narrative film. My son, Hunter Breitbart, has been pushing this forever. I think they are probably got stock on this shit or whatever. The My Son Hunter. I'm not interested. I don't <laughs> want to watch it. I don't give a fuck about it. I'm not, I'm not criticizing these people. But it's just not something I want to watch. We already know this. Watch now the special on Joe Biden and how he ruins America. It's like, bro, I lived it. I don't need to watch it. Yeah. I see what's going on. But anywho. Well, hey, folks, that does it for today's show. This is the All-American Savage Show podcast. Probably got to rename it like John Burke Uncensored or some shit. I don't know. Probably the name John Burke. So when people go to search it, it pops up. I think it pops up automatically, though. If you search John Burke under podcast, the mm-hmm. All-American Savage Show does populate. So you can check that out. But hey, do us a favor. Go over and become a $10 show supporter for the uh, All-American Savage Show. Here is the link. It is patreon.com slash All-American Savage Show. I'm going to post the link in the YouTube channel thing. There it is. 
And I'll post it over here on Rumble for you sexy sons of bitches, my little Rumble family. Sign up for the $10 tier today, and I will send you out the Tipsies & Co. Body Wash, Aftershave, and Cologne. That price point is valued roughly at 40 bucks. We're giving it to you for 10. You also support the show. We appreciate that. Make sure you enter in your address when you subscribe, and we'll get that out to you today, actually. So, also make sure you check out shellshockcbd.com. Go find the newest emoji to win $100 off your next order. It's live right now. No one's found the third one. Go check it really? out. Yeah. Surprising. I know. They hit it extra well this time. Somewhere on that website, there's a clickable emoji that's going to get you access to a code for over $100. <laughs> so we love you. We appreciate you. Hit that share button, folks. Help us out. You got anything to add, my man? You guys have a great day. And as always, you stay savage, America.